Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. However, wherever, whenever you're listening, this is the Root for Wisconsin show, episode 130, coming at you from the Riverwood Gallery Studio in De Pere, Wisconsin. I'm host producer Eric Fisher, Big E, all by myself this week. Uh, Sean out with some sickness. Sean a little busy with some school stuff, so it's just me. So, a little bit untraditional episode we've got tonight. In a few moments, you're going to hear an interview we just did with pro wrestler, multiple-time guest on the Root for Wisconsin show content with the TikTok page, and we did a solo interview with him. That was TW3 Pro Wrestler, also seen in the Netflix show The Wrestlers. So be sure to check that out. We'll have that here in just a few moments. A couple pieces of housekeeping I do want to talk about. Before we get into the interview with TW3, first and foremost, always got to thank our friends. Talking about TW3, we're talking RPW, Ragin' Pro Wrestling, based out of Green Bay, all over Northeast Wisconsin, coming up in the next month. Less than a month, actually. First and foremost, got to say, November 3rd, we've got RPW Homecoming 1 in Wapaka. That is Friday, November 3rd at the Wapaka Expo Center. Tickets are available, but going fast. The front row sold out for Section A. Five tickets remaining in Section B, C, only four in Section D, and numerous end aisle seats already sold out as well. The following night, RPW Destiny 3. That is in Manitowoc, Wisconsin. Guess what? That one front row all sold out. Second row. Going quickly. Third row, also going quickly. That one at the Big Apple in Manitowoc the following night. So be sure to check that out. That one with a star-studded triple threat matches your main event. Diamante, Tessa Blanchard, and Kiara Hogan. Two of those from AEW also featuring former Impact World Champion Tessa Blanchard. So you're not going to want to miss that. Tickets are available both at the venues at rpwprowrestling.com. And it looks sharp in the Fox River Mall. Also got to shout out our friends over at RaiseEnergyRepSports.com. Code Root4. R-O-O-T number 4 gets you 15% off of any order. And also, just a quick shout out to our titles or our studio sponsor, that being the Riverwood Gallery Studio. And that is based out of Gillette, Wisconsin, with Mitch and Julie Minger. Real quick shout out, if you want to get Packers autograph memorabilia, custom jerseys, whether it be Packers or other NFL teams, be sure to reach out to Mitch and Julie. They are available online at with an email at Mitch, M-I-T-C-H, at RiverwoodGallery.com or by phone, 920-373-4113. So be sure to check them out and say hi. Tell them Eric sent you. Not sure that 100% sure if they'll do a discount, but you tell them Eric and the Root for Wisconsin show sent you. Maybe they'll work with you. I don't know. With that in mind, a couple other pieces of business before we get into the interview. Got to update our pick standings. We've got Sean taking the lead this last week in the weekly pick segment. He went 11-3 and this last week. He takes the lead at 45-33 and on the season. I'm remaining in second. I got 44-34 and after a 7-7 and week for myself. Shauna with a big bounce back. She went 10-4 and this last week, but she's in third place at 42-36. and also got to update our fantasy football standings for our podcast league on ESPN. After week five, it was Justin Dahl, Team Dahl, getting his first win on the season, upsetting the reigning champion, myself, Commissioner Fish, 
117 and 95.2. Tyson continues his undefeated reign of terror over the league. He's a 145.86 to 112.02 winner over Sean. Ramsey back in the win column. He beats the Lambo Chef 125.68 to 92.76. Team Tornator advances to four and one of the season. He beats Jordan Fifield 93.54 to 75.36. Mark, my little brother, chubbed up, takes another loss to X. Go and give it to you. He loses 108.72 to 108.38. And Secretary Shauna, the Comeback moment of the season. She wins 147.44 to over Jordan Fields, 143.74 in that game. Worth mentioning, last week on the show, Shauna had been talking about trading Jamar Chase. No more, she says. Absolutely not. 52.2 points for Jamar Chase this last week. 15 catches, 192 yards, three touchdowns. Jamar Chase back to untouchable for Secretary Shauna, especially now that Justin Jefferson is out with injury for the next couple of weeks as well. So Shauna saying no longer is Jamar Chase available. She gets another win this week, and she advances to 4-1 and one as well. If the season ended today, our playoff bracket would be Tyson at the 1 seed, Shauna at the 2 seed, at the 3, Team Tornator taking on Team 6, Christian Mingle, that's Sean. And the 4-5, and five, we got... Only Ram 5 and X going to give it to you, David Muller. I'm not in the playoffs currently, and that needs to change. I'm in a trade today. Very excited about that possibility. So can't wait to see what goes on with that. Week 6 coming up. We will have our picks on paper this week. We are not obviously going to be recording them because they're not here. So that is our pick segment. And just real quick, got to talk about the Packers, man. What a disappointing loss to the Las Vegas Raiders. I, I don't even have words. I know we'll talk about it more next week when Sean rejoins us and Sean rejoins us and whoever else wants to come on, if Ramsey wants to come or Justin wants to come. We'll talk more about that next week, but very disappointing early part of the season here. Uh, Packers go to 2-3 and three with the loss against the Raiders on a 17-13 loss. We'll have that and much, much more next week when Sean's able to rejoin us. And kind of do an early season report card for the guys and the team as a whole going into the second half of their season. Second half, I guess, even though it's a longer season, they've got 12 more games to play. But regardless, with the bye, bye this week. So we're taking it a little easy here on our side. We've got TW3 featured in the Netflix show Wrestlers, RPW Wrestler, OVW Wrestler. Here's the interview. Joining us now, he's been on the show before. He's been featured on our social media channels a couple times. Joining us, wrestler, Netflix star, TW3. TW3, how you doing, man? What's going on, Root? How are we doing tonight? Doing great. First of all, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule. Uh, not sure if I'm posting the video yet or not, but for those of you, if I don't, uh, you are live on location at the famous Davis Arena. Yeah, I am, man. We have TV review tonight, so I'm here. We just got into town a little bit ago. Just got a nice little pump in in the gym, and now I'm ready to go on the podcast. All right. Awesome. Again, glad to have you here. So first and foremost, the re the main thing we're talking about here tonight, and we've got a jam-packed, lots to get through, so we're going to get right into it. 
the Netflix show Wrestlers takes place shadowing OVW and some of the rising stars of wrestling. Now, first, I want to start off with, I believe, just confirming this took place. This was not this last summer, but the summer, what was it, 2022? Yeah, summer 2022. And how long have you been wrestling for or with OVW? OVW would be two years. Uh, will be March for me. Will be two years. So, so. you you were part of this from the day one of recording. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I was here when everything was going down as far as like uh, how this was going to go, how the uh, tour was going to go when assignments were handed out. So, yeah, I was here. That's, uh, that's actually in the first episode that you see there. That's what that meeting was about, was uh, basically how things were going to go. So, yeah, day one, I was here. All right. So we're starting with the Netflix series. And kind of going through that a little bit here in your experience. So the Netflix series follows a, a number of different wrestlers and kind of the whole scene behind the indie wrestling scene and, and OVW as a whole going from the historic rise during the early 2000s with guys like Batista, John Cena, and numerous others, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton. So just kind of starting with this TW3 what does it mean to you to get to be in that same building, that same brand that some of these now legendary world champion wrestlers have been coming through as well? Man, it means everything. Um, because this is a place, like you said, that uh, like a lot of those greats, Orton, Batista, Cena, you know, John Morrison, uh, Doug Basham, you know what I mean? I mean, the list goes on and on. And like, it's, when they say it's, it's the historic Davis Arena, that's what it is. If you've never been in this building, the second that you walk into this building, you feel the history. Like the first time I ever stepped foot in Davis, I got chills because you see all the pictures and of all the past people before you. And then you keep walking through your past concessions and then you see the ring and that ring is in the same place it's been. This arena has never changed, man. And uh, it, it means a lot to be able to be here. It means a lot to uh, be able to be given this opportunity. Um, I was in the right place, right time, let's just say, and my body was in the right frame and my mind was in the right frame of mind for me to be here. And uh, I started at the bottom and I'm climbing this card uh, week by week. So um, it means everything, man, to be a part of OBW. Uh, it was great to even be featured just a little bit in the Netflix series. Um, I love Kentucky. Uh, I love it so much that this might be my new home really soon. Oh, so, wow. Um, yeah, man. Uh, OVW has treated me well. It means everything to be here. And for any aspiring wrestler uh, looking for, uh, you know, an opportunity, somebody looking to do something historic, come train here. Come train here. Go through the system here and uh, see what you can make of it. Because I'm telling you right now, this is the place to be. People probably were sleeping on OVW before the Netflix series. And I know a lot of people slept on a lot of things I was doing down here and they had a lot to say, but they're not saying that now. They're not. They're saying a lot more uh, of congratulations and you deserve it and keep going and push for the moon and things like that. And that's what this place is about because no matter what you thought of OVW before, now you're seeing it in the series and you're seeing that it's, it's just as historic and it's just as prestigious as it always was. So. Yeah, and kind of going, you know, one thing I want to touch on just going through as as you have been working and 
you know, you were one of those superstars that took my attention from the first RPW match that I saw, let alone anything OVW. But as you mentioned, you have been climbing that card. And, uh, you know, last week or two weeks ago, you lead the show, the show off, uh, taking on Cal Hero. Last week, you get the TikTok star, the veteran Jack Vaughn. And tomorrow night, or I guess tonight as this episode releases, EC3. Yeah, man. I mean, if you, like, even before Cal, there was there was a main event match with me and Will Austin. A lot of people may not know who Will Austin is, but don't sleep on him because Will Austin is, is one of those guys that you're going to hear a lot about real, real soon, too. And he's already out there all over the indie scene. And uh, we had a main event. Like, two guys on the undercard, not really doing much, you know, and they throw us in a main event for the match. You know what I mean? It wasn't the main event of TV because they had the promo, but it was the main event wrestling match of the night. And we killed it. We knocked it out of the park. And, uh, yeah, then there was Cal and myself and then Jack, you know. And, and if you had told me five years ago, and I'll only say five, you told me five years ago I'd be on TV where millions of people could view me on Fight TV and a sold-out Davis Arena wrestling EC3, I tell you, you're crazy. But that's what's happening tomorrow night. And uh, I believe, just like everybody's been telling me, I deserve all this. I think I've, I've earned it. I think I've worked my way through where I need to work to get these opportunities. And every opportunity they keep throwing at me, I'm going to knock it out of the damn park. So. I'd have to agree with that sentiment as well. Like I said, I've known you for about a year and change, year and a half now. And absolutely working your ass off and, and deserving these opportunities. So with that in mind, so just first touching on how can people watch OVW if they can't get to the Davis Arena? Because since the Netflix show has come around, it has been sold out nights in advance, weeks in advance. How can people still participate in that Davis Arena feel? Fight TV. Search Fight TV or go to Fight TV app. Um, download it on your phone. Download it on your smart uh, TV. Download it on any smart device you have. And then from there, uh, search OVW. You can watch all past episodes for free. And then uh, live TV. Uh, we're Eastern Standard Time here, so it starts at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But uh, Central Standard, it's 6 o'clock uh, for everybody back home in Wisconsin. You can watch it every Thursday night starting at 6. There's two hours live. And we're still one of the only products out there that still does live TV other than AEW and WWE. So you're gonna what you see is what you get. Um, other than that, if you miss it on Fight, it does get released on YouTube as well. Um, I want to say like a few days later, and then um, I, the the pay per views as well. Fight TV, um, you can use uh, my code. Uh, I think it's TW3 still for Fight TV and get a discount on that. But um, anytime you have a pay per view coming up, if you can't get to Davis and it's sold out, which it has been for the last four weeks, uh, Fight TV is where you can see us. All right, so going back to the Netflix documentary, a couple things I wanted to touch on here and, and kind of going through without spoiling the documentary because at first, it's incredible. Netflix series, I binged it and I was done in a day because it was must-watch. Um, first and foremost, it starts off with kind of pointing to that struggle, like you said, of you know people kind of sleeping on OVW, the brand, and, and not really realizing what it is. So what would TW3 say that OVW is here in 2023? OVW is still that old school wrestling that you loved in the past. 
with new school stars. That's what I would say it is. Um, you're still getting the same mindset of what you would have gotten back then. You're still getting the developmental frame. But beyond that, because we've got guys who are beyond developmental that have stepped back into this, you know, light with EC3, for instance, Jesse Goddard's, Mahalabali Shira, you know what I mean? Like you got guys like that who've already been through the systems and, you know, they're here and they're helping develop a lot of us being here. So I would say OVW is still old school wrestling like people would like, but it's got that new new school frame of mind as far as your stars. So we have Al Snow is, is kind of the creative head. Uh, a lot of WWE folks will remember him from – or fans will remember him from his time, uh, both with the head and, again, the, the whole dog thing. What has it been like working under Al Snow? Working under Al has been great. Um, Al is probably the greatest teacher I've ever had in wrestling, and that's no offense to any other teachers I've had. Um, but just because Al has that knowledge and that experience and the, the, the upper level of, of what we do, and um, – when you can just sit and listen to Al, it doesn't even take long. You sit and listen to Al for 10 minutes and you learn something. I learn something every week that I'm on TV. I learn something every week that I'm back down here for TV review, uh, you know, talking about what could have been and what should have been or what we did that was good or, you know, what we should work and focus on. Um, and, and I think that's where I'm growing, too, because every time I'm given a task, I go ahead and I correct that and I fix the problem, and then not only do I fix it, but I go above and beyond to do that as well. And um, working under Al is probably one of the greatest experiences of my life, to be honest with you. How has TW3, the wrestler, changed since starting with Al about two years ago? Uh, TW3, the wrestler, has changed um, in a lot of ways, and one of those ways that's really important is TW3, the wrestler, has develop more of his character and when i say character i mean i know exactly who tw3 is i've always known who he was but now i really know who he is and within inside me and it's just me tommy turned up to a thousand and uh and knowing you know the, the certain things like less is more i don't have to do all those fancy moves that i was doing on the indies all the time because my character sells itself this is tv this is what we do and uh all I got to do is resonate with the fans and, and connect with them emotionally, which I've been able to do. And uh, that's something that I didn't, I did it before, but I really didn't master that skill or I hadn't started mastering it until I got to OVW. And now I feel like that's something that I can go out there and I can do. And it's just comes natural before I felt like I was pulling and pulling and pulling. And now it's just there. They feel me. I feel them and we're here together. So TW3 the wrestlers developed in that in that form because now I know how to really resonate with my audience and really just connect with them on a different, deeper level in the ring in the ring. Now focusing on TW3 the person, because one thing that the, the docuseries on Netflix does a very good job of, in my opinion, is kind of showing the the triumphs, the tribulations of of the personal life of a wrestler and how you know, I think at one point it says you got to be a little messed up to, to be a wrestler. So how has TW3, the person, changed, I guess, since just as a whole with the wrestling journey, but especially since joining OVW? My mindset is different uh, on my personal level. Um, I look at myself now 
and this might sound a little cocky, but it's it's not meant to be. It's more of a confident thing. I look to my I look at myself more as a, a person above a lot of others now because I am down here because I am learning from the best, and um, I carry myself in a different way. I, I don't do a lot of the things I used to do outside of the ring as far as like being out and, and, and doing like the 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 partying and things like that. I carry myself more like a star because that's what they're teaching us down here is to be stars. And um, like the way that I, 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 the way that I live my life daily, I, I definitely concentrate more on my body, on my eating, on, on my mental health, on my daily habits. Um, I look at things a lot differently in a sense of, I used to think that if I didn't have wrestling, I would have nothing else, but, now I know that if I didn't have wrestling, I'd be okay because I've been able to have this journey. And um, I mean, even TW3, the person, I don't even, I, this is all I do now. All I do is travel Wednesday through Sunday and wrestle. And that's something that I've always wanted to be able to accomplish. And there's not a lot of us out there that are going to ever be able to say they can do that. I mean, let's, let's shoot straight here. A lot of people have regular jobs. A lot of people have to go and do other things and then they get to do and try and live their dream on weekends. But I'm not doing that anymore. I'm, I'm getting to do this, and I feel as I continue to grow, it's just going to go up for me. And um, mentally, mentally, I feel like I'm just I'm a better person than I was because uh, Al has taught us to be. Uh, how do I say it? Al has taught us to be good individuals all the time, everywhere. You know what I mean? Um, I was trained by Shane Hills being one of my trainers and everybody knows that uh, Shane always taught us, you know, to leave wrestling better than you, than you found it, but also leave his camp a better person. And Al continues that every week um, with what his teachings are. And uh, more so Al has definitely taught me to be a better person and to look at things a lot differently in personal life. So that's awesome to hear. Uh, Another person featured very heavily in the Netflix series is someone more of my world is Matt Jones. And the the series points and paints a very kind of tense picture of Matt from the, the beginning of his time kind of taking over as the, the majority owner, the principal owner. So first of all, I do want to ask, what is it like working with Matt Jones, who kind of comes more from that traditional sports background? So when Matt's around, um, I have very little interaction with him. I mean, I, I interact with Matt and, you know, being around and in, in, in the meetings and things like that. I mean, those are what they're supposed to be. He's an owner, right? He's, he's, he's got the money. He's the one doing things. Um, but I will say this. The picture that's painted of Matt is a picture that is more true than what people think it is, because that really is what it's like working for him. But also I will say that Matt's a misunderstood individual because he came into this business not knowing what he thought he knew. And and that's one of those things that you can kind of see throughout, you know, the series. He thought he knew what he was getting into and he thought he knew wrestling, but he really didn't. And he needs he needed and needs Alice just as much as he, you know, thought he could take care of things himself. So uh, working for Matt, 
I haven't had any issues. Um, what you see on Netflix is what you get, though. It, that's really who Matt is. And um, and that's really who Al is. And, yeah, do they butt heads? Yeah, absolutely they do. But, again, Matt's really misunderstood, and I think he misunderstood what he was stepping into. But I, I can tell you this, as of late and things that you haven't seen, I think he gets it now, and I think he understands that he has a different respect for what we do and what Al does. And, and things, let's just say, are, are changing a little bit around here. Yeah, I was gonna. That was gonna be my next question: Is how was that tension that is felt even by, like I said, the, a non-wrestler like myself and other, the other people viewing the Netflix series? Was that tension as high as it seemed in in the Netflix series? Yes, absolutely. Everything you saw, man, is, is, is exactly how it was. People who said what they said meant exactly what they said about Matt. I when I first met Matt, I thought he was a dick. I won't lie. I'll shoot straight. I did. Because he like barely acknowledged me, and I understood that I was just a guy coming in, and he didn't know exactly who I was yet. But at the same time, like we're in this business, and one of the things we're taught is we speak to everybody, we greet everybody, and we go ahead and we make sure that you know everybody's welcome. And I didn't feel welcome from his eyes. Don't get me wrong; I felt welcome here from the OVW family, but for him, I didn't. And it took a while for me to even want to go back up and say anything to him. I avoided him a lot when I first came. Now. I make sure I just go to him and say hi anyway. And it's going to be whether he likes to say hi or not. You know what I mean? It ha- like I said, things have changed, and he's a little bit more open now. And, and, and I can see a little bit more of a personality in him coming out. And I think that the more we're around him and the more he's around us and the more that he starts to understand this business as a whole, he'll become a better individual when it comes to the wrestling part of it. I'm not saying he's a bad guy in real life, but what you see on Netflix is what you get. That's really who he came in trying to be. And he kind of got shut down. I'll let him know. You know what I mean? Like, this is how it goes. This is real wrestling. This is what it really is. It's not what you think it is. So. So kind of going with that and in, in continuing with the Netflix series, as the, the series goes on, it really kind of builds up to that pay-per-view. And I'm not going to spoil it, but pretty happy ending, all things considered. Uh, but that was last summer. So since then, how has OVW been changing us? You know, I know we talked earlier in the interview here about, you know, the full houses since the series has come out. But what what has that continuation been from that buildup of the summer tour of the pay-per-view and going forward from there? I mean, it just continues to build. Like you said before, sold out houses every week at Davis. That That's not a thing that happened for a while. You know what I mean? Like, especially for TV. Pay-per-views were always pretty good, but the houses are building. The following is building. I I wake up every day with at least 15 to 20 new followers on all, all my social medias, and I don't know where these people come from, but they're from all over the world. And that tells us that it wasn't just the United States, obviously, that was watching us. So OVW is just going to keep growing and continuing to grow, and we're going to go on tour again soon here. And when that happens, who knows? You know what I mean? Um, we're not sure still about, you know, next series if there's going to be a season two you know that's undisclosed to us right now but we're hoping we're praying we're wishing uh because this has definitely put all of us on a different playing field and it's something that a lot of people aren't going to be able to get to do like i said before so but the company's growing man uh we got a lot of people reaching out for sponsorships wanting to bring us in like it's great you know (laughs) what i mean ovw's flowing it's going up it isn't going down that's for sure it just keeps climbing so it's been great one other thing I kind of wanted to point on before we kind of move on here, and I know time is short, but 
one thing that they kind of point out in the documentary series is talking about how OVW's opened some doors. And I know when we had first talked, the first time we interviewed you was back in July of 2022. So you were just kind of starting the the OVW window. And I know that you had mentioned um, wanting to be able to do this as your main job. So first of all, congratulations. That's awesome to hear. I'm glad that that's fruition in the last year. But uh, one of those things that we had talked about at that time was kind of getting some of those shots on AEW. And we kind of see how that window opened or, or the quote unquote forbidden door opened um, with the OVW world. And I know that you've gotten a couple shots with AEW or you've gotten some promo work with them. So what has that been like to be able to be traveling, like you said, Wednesday through Sunday and just wrestling? It's been great, man. Um, these letters for a while probably didn't mean much at OVW, but they do again. And, uh, and, it, and, and it was even before the series came out, people heard about the series and it's, hey, let's book this person. Let's book this person. And it's all an OVW name. We all stand behind it because we're a family here. And it's been great because I've gotten a lot more opportunities in places that I had reached out to before that probably didn't want to do anything with me because they didn't really know who I was. But that magic, you know, door open, OVW especially, you know what I mean? Like, People, people have taken to not just myself, but all of us. We're all getting to travel. We're all getting to do bigger and better things. I mean, look at Turbo and Truth. They're on Ring of Honor, AEW, you know what I mean? We already knew, you know, Layla was already headed her that way already during the series, you know what I mean? Uh, look at the guys we're getting to work with, like EC3. Like, this guy is the NWA world champion, you know what I mean? Like, again, if you had asked, asked me five years ago, if I'd ever have a match with EC3, probably tell you no, probably not, because I'm not, you know, I wasn't in that playing field. I wasn't there, but I am there and I get to do that tomorrow night. And one of those biggest things, you know, when it comes to what has these, what is, what is the letters and Netflix done for us? It's opened up every single freaking door you can think of. And there's, there's guys that are going to be getting opportunities other places that probably would have never gotten it because of it. So, um, it's opened up millions and millions of doors. Let's just say that. I know that, I know that next year because of this, I'm traveling out overseas. I've been waiting to do it. I'm going overseas next year. And it's because of OVW. So. All right. A couple of rapid fire questions there. I know you got to get going. I want you to get in trouble for TV tonight, but uh, looking at a couple, one more question about the series. Do you want to ask is, you know, we see a lot of, we see cash flow. Hold on, hold on real quick. I'm gonna do a quick cameo. Here's a guy you saw on the Netflix series a lot. This is Joe Mack. Joe doing, Mack, bro? say what's up to the world. Hey. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? Pretty it's good. Eric from Ruka, Wisconsin. Good to see you. Cool, cool, cool. What are you doing, second. a podcast? Yeah, a podcast, bro. Sorry, I just wanted you to, awesome. to feature Joe you. real quick. Thank go you. Ahead, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So I was just going to say, I, that's actually a perfect segue, a perfect moment for that to happen. Who do you spend a lot of your time with that, you know, from people in the series that maybe either got seen on TV or have not been seen on TV? Who do you see? Who is TW3 hanging out with backstage and and just hanging out around Louisville? Uh, usually about, you know, Cal Hero, Tony Gunn, um, Eric Darkstorm, uh, Joe, Joe Mack. Uh, I, I TW3 is versatile, bro. I hang with a lot of people. Isaiah, you know what I mean? Jared Kripke, um, De Niro. Everybody knows De Niro's my roommate. You know what I mean? So Jay De Niro, who's also gotten a heck of a lot of opportunities because of what he's done down here. Um uh, Maximo Suave, um, Manny Domingo, one of my boys, Star Rider, Will Austin. Like, 
like a lot of us rush guys stick together, man. So that's definitely who I'm kicking it with a lot down here and outside of this. And, and we just learn from each other. So. All right. A couple of things to go through. So just first looking ahead here the next month, what does TW3 got on the schedule? Uh, first of all, I just want to congratulate you. You got the, uh, you won a title over the weekend, correct? Yeah. I just became the uh, one fall entertainment heavyweight champion after two years of chasing that. So, all right. yeah, thank you. So what's the next month look like kind of culminating? I know we've got two RPW shows at the first weekend in November. So what's the next month look like for TW3? Uh, next month, I've got the two RVW shows. I've got a bunch of house shows down here, uh, pay-per-view. Uh, I've got my debut at Squared Circle Megastars. Uh, man, I'm all over the place in November. Like, I literally have so much going on. I literally have to open up my calendar book to tell you. Uh, but people who are interested, check out my Facebook, check out my Instagram. All my dates are up there usually. Uh, I've gotten more into doing a lot more social media now that this is all I do, so I have more time. Um, but you can check out my journey, not only just for, for wrestling, but check out my, 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 my health journey as far as building my body and getting it to where I want it to get because it's developing very fast, and I'm doing, you know, I'm really proud of what I've done in the last few years here. So, but, yeah, um, I got a lot going on, man. It's so much I can't even name it all. But uh, definitely, you know, all the stuff down here and um, – for Rich up there, uh, those two shows for RPW and Squirrel Circle Megastars. If you guys haven't heard of them, check them out. Um, the guys that run that uh, are great, and they have some great talent too. So, all right. Speaking of the social medias, how can people follow along with you? Uh, so Instagram is uh, the underscore official underscore TW3, um, and then uh, Facebook and TikTok are both uh, at Thomas Walton uh, with three eyes. For three and then um tiktok's the same or no twitter's the same thing i don't know who still uses twitter i do x or whatever it's called i still use it because i get tagged and stuff but uh pretty much yeah uh those are the ways to definitely see me oh hold on we're gonna do another cameo here if you want to ask another question quick we got i got another cameo this is this is somebody everybody's gonna love to see so you should definitely use this video i know it's a little dark but i'm, I'm definitely this, this is video. awesome Hey, man, come here. Let me cameo you real quick. Oh, cameo? Yeah, well, on my, on my podcast. Oh, Ladies sweet. and gentlemen. What's up, y'all? Fanny Pack Kid, doing? Cal Hero. I do, Cal. I'm, dude, I'm rocking. I'm here at OBW right now for some film review. <laughs> Love to hear that. Uh, this is a Wisconsin show, Wisconsin podcast. Heck, yeah. No, you're a Wisconsin boy, too, correct? Oh, yes, I am. All right, we'll have to get you on sometime. Heck yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, cool. Uh, real quick, TW3, before you head inside, I got to ask. I wouldn't be talking Wisconsin sports without asking this. How about them Packers, man? What a rough couple weeks here. Bro, I, you know, we'll get it together. It's, it's his first season by himself. Love will get it together. We will get it together. And, and that's really all I want to say about it. Because, we're, I mean, we're still better than the Bears. That's true. <laughs> All right. still than the Bears. <laughs> yeah, I I wanted to ask. I mean, luckily, I mean, you're wrestling on Thursday, so you got to miss the debacle of the Packers Lions beatdown. Yeah, I, I didn't watch lucky that. On that. I didn't watch that at all. We got out of TV and it was still on, and I just, I don't want to watch this. I <laughs> I I did other things. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> all right, we'll wrap up here. TW3, thank you so much for your time, and can't wait to see you in November at the RPW shows. And again. 
for the folks, how can they follow along and, and check you out as you go along on Fight TV and OVW and your journey in wrestling? Again, Fight TV, guys, download that app. Search OVW. You can watch all the shows. It's live on uh, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time uh, every Thursday. Uh, there's two hours live. And then uh, Eastern Standard Time starts at 7. Again, my Instagram is at, uh, well, what is it? D underscore, <laughs> D underscore official underscore TW3. And then uh, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok are all at Thomas Walton 3 with uh, three eyes. All right. Any parting thoughts you got for us before you head inside? Nah, man, I appreciate you guys having me again. Everybody out there, keep supporting uh, independent wrestling. Support OVW. Support wrestlers on Netflix. Hashtag wrestlers, Netflix, everything, guys. Let's try and get us a season two. All right, that's TW3. TW3, thank you again for your time. Thanks, brother. Talk to you later. A big thank you to TW3 for joining us on the episode once again. And that's basically going to do it for the episode. Uh, real quick shout-out. Got to mention uh, what I'll be doing here in the upcoming week just because I can. I've got another high school football game coming up. That is tonight as this episode releases. You can check along on my social media pages as I get the link out to listen along. It'll be Southern Door hosting Sturgeon Bay in the WIAA regular season finale before the playoffs. And I'm sure we'll have playoff games as well. So as mentioned, we will have more Packer talk, Brewer talk, Bucks talk next week. For Sean, Shauna, Justin, and Ramsey, I'm Eric, the Big E Fisher, signing off. Episode 130 of the books. We're out. See ya.